Are you a current or future physician assistant wanting to learn more about finances? Then join me on this journey to become a PA the FI way. Hi, my name is Kat and I'm a practicing certified physician assistant who will be your host. It took me five years after I started practicing medicine as a PA to thoroughly dive into my personal finances after I discovered the concept of financial independence. I want to use what I have learned to help you avoid some of the financial mistakes that I have made while sharing some of the financial wins that I have had along the way. Join me as we discuss financial strategies to guide you to becoming a physician assistant on the way to financial independence. I am so excited to dive into today's episode. But before we do so, a quick word from our sponsor. Deciding how and when to pay off student loans is not an easy decision for most. Many of you are feeling weighed down by your mortgage-sized student loans and are asking yourself, how did I get into this mess? Student loans contribute to stress and burnout for PAs, as well as other high-earning professionals. Many PAs, even with the best of intentions, unfortunately make poor financial decisions on their student loans. Look no further than studentloanadvice.com. For a few hundred dollars, they will meet with you for about an hour. They'll go over your personal student loan situation and help you come up with a plan for optimizing your student loan management. Find out how much they can save you today at studentloanadvice.com slash PAFI. And if you are interested in learning more, check out the PA the FI Way podcast episode 42, where Andrew, one of the co-founders, joined me as a guest. Otherwise, head over to studentloanadvice.com slash PAFI. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the PA the FI Way podcast. For those of you who are new, my name is Kat and I'm your host. I want to thank each and every one of you for taking the time out of your busy day to take a listen to the show today. This episode will likely be a little bit on the shorter side because I'm currently recording the episode one week prior to when it'll air on December 17th, but I'm also in the midst of packing for a trip that my husband and I leave on tomorrow to Costa Rica. It's currently a blizzard up here in the upper Midwest, and I'm really looking forward to the warm weather and sunshine, as well as exploring the new country that we're going to be going to. I'm also super excited because this is going to be the first major travel hacking trip that we will have done together using travel reward points with credit cards. And certainly when we come back from the trip, I'm really looking forward to sharing all of the details and provide information of how you can use travel rewards from signing up with different credit card bonus points and earning free travel that way. I'm also personally praying that everything goes smoothly for the trip. Needless to say, we are still dealing with COVID, so there are different travel restrictions and different things that we have to do to be able to travel, as well as hopeful that the weather doesn't delay us and that we'll be able to come back home smoothly in time for Christmas later this month. I hope you are all looking forward to the end of this year, as well as the holidays and Christmas season too, and I do hope that you're able to spend a lot of cherished and valuable time with your friends and family. The topic of today's episode was prompted from a question that Lauren asked in the private PA the FIWA Facebook group. This group is for current and future PAs that are on their way to financial independence. 
And if you aren't already a member of the group, you can go ahead and check out the show notes to be able to get the link to join the group. And I would love for you to join. So the topic of today's episode is physician loans. Lauren asked, does anybody know if PAs qualify for any of the physician home loans or if there are PA specific ones out there? And I thought this was a really great question. So I'm really excited to dive into the topic and review what these are, as well as discuss some of the pros versus cons of these. So the first part of her question was, can PAs qualify for quote unquote physician loans? And the answer is usually yes, but it certainly depends upon the lender. These types of loans are called physician loans, but they can be provided to many other professions besides physicians, including dentists, veterinarians, lawyers, and APPs, including PAs and nurse practitioners. Again, it depends upon the lender, so you would certainly want to talk to the potential lender or bank about whether they would consider a PA to be able to qualify for these types of loans. Now this leads you to ask, what exactly is a physician loan? Physician loans refer to mortgage loans that are typically provided to doctors, physicians, or other high-income earners, as previously mentioned. And these are special loan types that a lender could potentially provide to try to attract some of those high-income earners to use them to get a loan through them for their mortgage. So why exactly did these types of loans have to be created for physicians, PAs, dentists, etc.? The main gist of a physician loan is that the applicant can actually put down less money than the traditional 20% that's required in order to avoid paying PMI, which stands for private mortgage insurance. PMI is a type of insurance policy that actually protects the lender if the borrower, which would be you in this case, defaults on the home loan or home mortgage. If you're able to put 20% down of the cost of the home, you don't need to have the monthly PMI insurance in place. Additionally, once you have put enough equity and paid down the total mortgage, where you own at least 20% of the mortgage, then the PMI insurance goes away. The lender must automatically terminate PMI when your mortgage balance reaches 78% of the price that you purchased the home for, but you can request it to be removed once you have reached 20% in home equity that you own. Alternatively, sometimes if you're in a crazy housing market, which we are currently, at least in the area that I live in, If your home reappraises for a higher value, then that can help you get rid of the PMI sooner as well. Another reason why these types of loans were created for high-income earners would be the fact that often these people come out of school with a pretty high amount of student loan debt. So when you have high student loans and you really haven't been making much money, what's called your debt-to-income ratio is not very favorable for you, which means you're in a whole lot of debt, but your income isn't that great yet. Well, most of these lenders do recognize that these high-income earners will soon be making higher income, and they can recognize that these are typically very stable careers. As a sidebar, though, we did see how even healthcare providers were at risk of losing their job during the COVID pandemic too, but that is historically a pretty rare occurrence. So lenders that provide physician loans require little to no down payment, which means that you're able to 
get this mortgage for this house that you want, but not have to put much money down on it. This can be very attractive for the new provider right out of school who has a lot of debt and the provider and their significant other and family really want a home. They feel like they can't really rent for a while or perhaps have a smaller home that they could put a decent down payment on. They're finding that these homes that they want are really more expensive, but they're very attractive because especially in the case of physicians, they have postponed and put off a lot of wants throughout their 20s and even in their early 30s. So some of them right out of medical school say, I want that fancier house right now. So they may utilize a physician loan to be able to get the mortgage for that. In addition to requiring little down payment, some of the lenders may be willing to provide the provider with a large mortgage as well, again, because they are expecting that their income will be pretty decent. Some lenders will even let you close on the mortgage with having a job lined up and not having shown any employment history yet. If you have ever applied for a mortgage or even refinanced or even opening a new credit card line, all of these banks want to know what your annual income is often what your household annual income is too, so you plus your significant other. Well, in the case of physician loans, sometimes these lenders say that if you can just show them that you have a contract with a job lined up, they'll just go ahead and lend you a significant amount of money. Now, you might be a brand new PA listening to this episode, and you might be thinking, oh man, I really want to get a pretty fancy house with my significant other and a physician loan, again, quote unquote, physician loan, sounds as though it's probably the path for me to be able to get my dream home right now in my life, right? Well, let's review some cons of going ahead and signing up for a physician loan right away. One of the first cons is that physician loans are rarely offered with fixed interest rates, interestingly enough which means that currently the interest rates for homes are still pretty low, but it might change for you over the years. Some people feel comfortable with that, meaning sure, it'll stink when the interest rate goes up, but they're like, well, I'll just adjust my budget at that time and make up for it. And I'll kind of eat the cost at that time. And they don't really mind. Personally, I like to know what I'm signing up for. Personally, I like to know what I'm signing up for, meaning I like to know what my interest rate is going to be, not that it's going to randomly change on me suddenly. Additionally, the interest rates themselves might not be that great for you too if you are trying to get a physician loan. If you have a higher interest over a long term of a mortgage, then you're going to be paying quite a bit more money over the long run. Additionally, if you have less money down for the mortgage, you're going to be having to pay more on the total amount, obviously. So again, you're going to have to pay more interest over time too. As a new PA, you likely are going to have a significant amount in student loan debt, unless you're very fortunate, depending on your situation. So you really need to be cautious and sit down and think about it with your significant other, if you have one, and decide, do you really want to take on a large amount of debt for the fancy new home that you want. Keep in mind, as a new PA, it's so tempting to let lifestyle creep enter into the picture of your life. And if you recall what lifestyle creep is, that's the notion that the more money you make, 
the more inflated your expenses become in proportion to that amount that you're making. So prior to PA school and during PA school, you were likely living on a pretty limited income. Once you start making the big bucks, it's so tempting to get a big new fancy home, new fancy car, and spend your money in those ways instead of paying down your debt as well as investing for your future to build wealth over time. I certainly let lifestyle creep in towards the beginning of practicing as a new PA as well. I've talked about this before in the podcast, but got a fancy new car a few years out of PA school when I should have really been focusing on paying down more debt and investing more in my 401k. Ultimately, the big picture of physician loans to me seem as though that they are a way for high-income earners to be able to afford a larger home than they normally would be able to afford if they had a different title for their profession. As with most things in personal finance, the decision to try to qualify for a physician loan as a PA really is a personal decision that you need to decide whether or not it's right for you. If you feel as though the home that you are considering is the home that you feel like you will be in for many years to come, and you have particular wishes and needs that you feel like you can't get in a smaller home, and you also feel as though the price of real estate is going to continue to increase over the years, maybe you consider a physician loan, but I really caution you to consider whether or not this is right for you. As with most things in personal finance, please do your research so that you are going into something with your eyes wide open and you feel confident that you've made the best decision for you. Again, thank you all so much for taking a listen today. And if you aren't part of that Facebook group, I really hope that you come and join us. I'm also pretty active over on Instagram at PA the FI way as well. So come and follow along as well. If you haven't already, it would make my day if you were able to rate the podcast and leave a review with the things that you enjoy about it. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify too. And I hope that you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope that you decide to continue to join me along this journey of becoming a PA the FI way. Please take a moment to press the subscribe button on the platform that you are listening to this on, but more importantly, consider sharing with another current or future PA that could benefit from the information that we reviewed in this episode. Take care and have a great rest of your day. Until next time.